Hello, and again, welcome to BitDepth. I'm Santiago Ramones. Uh, across from me is, you say your name. <laughs> um, you've been on here before a long time ago, but I'm happy to have you for uh, talking about my music. I feel like you, you've been one of the people that has always been supportive and like actively consuming and enjoying and being willing to talk about it. And so I'm happy to have you talk about it because, uh, one, you're an avid music consumer, but also <laughs> you like appreciate and talk about it and all of that stuff. So I greatly value your opinion. It's also your fault that Radiohead is my favorite band. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> not whoops <very> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so, so i guess uh yeah first first thing about it so we're talking about glimmer the 11th track on bloom yeah yes <laughs> yes which can i just say that's a great name <laughs> and that that's like my first question is whenever you hear the word glimmer yeah. I feel like Glimmer does have a lot of like context around it. And this probably won't be the first time that I'm talking about this thing. Uh, but like I intentionally made it to where every track on the album was a, a one word title. Um, and Glimmer kind of says that there is light showing where there is hardly any. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, if you're in broad daylight and there is a glimmer of light, you wouldn't see that glimmer because <laughs> it's surrounded by more light. Um, and so what I feel like glimmer says is that, like, there is darkness, but there is light here. Um, <laughs> so... In, in a way, there's also there's bonus content that comes with the album, uh, like the the images that we were talking about earlier. Uh, there is also like a, a text file uh, that's in there. And there's just like a paragraph or two associated with each track. Um, and so some of the the ideas that come with the idea of Glimmer is like being in darkness and seeing light and moving towards it. Um, and I guess that's kind of why, because uh, the first time that I put these tracks out as just like ambient tracks on my SoundCloud, uh, they were just numbered and this was just ambient 11. Um, and so as I was picking titles for these, I, Literally just like, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Um, and Glimmer is the the texture that I think of with these. That answers my next question, um, which is, was going to be like, how did you come up with the title? Um, yeah. If you had come up with it beforehand. Or um, <laughs> why the one word titles? One is a reference to one of my favorite soundtracks which is the soundtrack for Fez. Um, so Disaster Piece did that soundtrack. Um, and Fez is 
a beautiful game uh, with an equally beautiful soundtrack. And everything in the game and everything in the soundtrack does a lot of like philosophical reflection or kind of just concepts in general. And it's not necessarily that I'm like copying that, but I think the notion of having these single concepts to, to follow is part of the art of the album in that uh, the, the context that a title gives a piece of art changes how that piece of art is viewed. And if, if all of these had just stayed numbered, maybe other people would have given whatever associations with it. And I feel like if I give more words in the title, it kind of narrows the view of what is possible in the interpretation. Whereas with one word, here's just a, a concept or an idea. It might be really broad or really specific, but keeping it to one word has more possibilities, I guess. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's actually something that um, one of my professors, Dr. Mark, has done in philosophy music, because the only philosophy class you get an A on it. Anyway, but he spent a lot of time on that. And it, like, I remember thinking in that class, well, maybe that's why I really haven't spent enough time listening to classical pieces. Hmm. Because I don't really understand the language that the title is. Yeah. And so I all I really have is kind of my own imagination and what I hear, but um something like romantic piano pieces I heard, which I understood the title, um I, I couldn't separate the music and, and it all of a sudden it brought to light something that I I understood what the artist maybe had in mind or what yeah. even even if they had just come up with the music and then reflected on it, not then that's what it meant to them that they saw their music. And yeah. Anyway, um so I really appreciate that that you incorporated this into your album because it, you've done it very effectively. Um as far as like being a glimmer, being you know, it's not something that you can see in full light, and then the image that um, that is associated with the song that is is an underwater image, right? Mm-hmm. And and there's also there's being underwater in in an ocean in a body of water. There's there's a sense of motion, right? Yeah, and it's also this is fairly deep underwater. It's in murky water because it's dark in it, but there. Is light shining through the darkness. There is there is a glimmer in that, mm-hmm. and it's it's very fitting. And so, how how did that influence this? Are there other ways in which that soundtrack influenced glimmer specifically? Um, I don't know. I think it's a weird thing about this album because the it's all music that I did from like 2013 to about 2015. Um, I think this one was somewhere in 2014 
and I don't think I'd actually played Fez yet. Oh. And so that, yeah, that, that soundtrack um, is more like retroactively influencing. Uh, and it, it's funny because there's, there's lots of times when like with songs that I write or pieces that I'll write, I'll listen to stuff later and then listen back to stuff that I'd written in the past and go, oh, that's like an influence that might have been in there or it, in a weird way, it's like everything is influencing itself. <laughs> right. And so the I'm sure there are concepts and ideas in a Disaster Pieces soundtrack that in a way like maybe what he was influenced with um, was also something that I was influenced with. And so that's something that, yeah, I don't know. Is there a reason that you chose like Saka 11, like this place within the collection of pieces on the album for this, for Glimmer's with this specifically? Yeah. Um, That's also a funny thing is that these are sequential with when I wrote them. And so if there is some sort of greater like artistic idea with how, um, I don't know, of how they came out of me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the, there, you could actually like scroll all the way down in my SoundCloud and see like the order in which I was putting things out okay. um, because it, it wasn't just all ambient stuff. Um, but these ambient tracks are kind of what the album became, but there is like, there's a a lot of stuff in between the ambience. And so while it may sequentially be the order in the album of when these were put out, there's still a lot of stuff in between. It's not like I just nonstop went one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, 10, 12. Like it, um, there was a lot of stuff in between. I was still going to music school. I was uh, producing and whatever that else might have been. And so the reason this one came out maybe is, well, one, Stream was before it. And you had said that you wanted to listen to the tracks before and the track after it. Mm-hmm. And so Stream was before it, which is kind of this piano-based. Um, I had thought of this thing on piano and then I think probably with Glimmer one I had a sound or a a new like plug-in thing that I downloaded because Native Instruments makes some free stuff uh, along with their very good quality other things and so I had downloaded some Native Instruments stuff and I was just digging through presets and that's kind of how this one came out. And so it kind of the opposite of what happened with stream in that it was kind of this, not necessarily, but like rigid structure of like around the, the thing with glimmer is that I was just like digging through presets and found a sound that I liked. And the thing about digging through presets and finding sounds that you like is that maybe you'll just like play around and mess around with ideas 
and that the sound that I was getting was captivating me. And so that's kind of, I guess in a weird way, going back to the question before I just say the whole story of the, of the track, the, I feel like there's probably like a pendulum of how much structure I do versus how little structure I do. Um, And so sometimes I'll do like, oh, this is the idea and it needs to be this and this is what I'm going for and this is how it's going to be. And then if I do that too much, and I've done this very much in the past where I'll, I'll, I'll have a very involved kind of conceptual piece that I'm putting this puzzle together. And then kind of immediately after doing that brain work, I need something to let go of all of that brain work and just make something intuitively. And so glimmer is one where instead of trying to make something that is structured and needs to have this sort of form or whatever it might be, it was just, I found a sound that I liked. I started playing with it. I hit record and put some noises on the thing. (laughs) And, and once I was kind of done and you, get the whole experience of what became glimmer it's like all right i feel like this is it if you want i can just tell like the whole rest of the story anyways but yeah you're probably gonna ask about it anyways (laughs) yeah yeah um so again like i said the i was digging through sounds so the the preset in this plugin called Carbon 2, which is Reactor by Native Instruments. This is, I'm saying a whole bunch of nonsense words, but it it means things to people who make music. Um, <laughs> um, and the preset name is a big German word, uh, which German just takes combined words and just sticks them together and just makes them one big word. Um, and it's like Sontagsgeräusch, uh, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it, but I looked it up and translated it and it translates to Sunday noise. Um, but anyways, so it, the weird thing about this plugin is that it like makes a whole lot of sounds for very little. So like, this is me pressing one key. which is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's one of the reasons why it captivated me is because like, whoa, this is, this is a lot of sound just from pressing one key. Um, and I just really liked this kind of whale sound and all of the sweeping filters and all that stuff. It's like, hey, this is doing a lot of work for me and it allows me to be intuitive rather than work hard to try and make a structured sound. And so instead of having to think super hard about where am I going or what am I doing, I was just kind of following the sounds. Um, and then the other part is that I was, there was a a piano thing that I was working on for a while. Um, and I actually haven't, put this out in anything so hey exclusive blah 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 (laughs) um 
So the this piano thing kind of is a slowed down or what is in glimmer is a slowed down version of this. And so I, I had kind of found this melody that I found very kind of remorseful. Um, I think in, in glimmer, it's in a different key. I think it's in, in D. Um, but so, I mean, this, this melody and progression, uh, sounds like this. So Glimmer didn't end up being that complex and I don't, I don't think I wanted it to be that complex. Um, but I mean, if you, if you listen to Glimmer, it, it starts with So it's it's not quite that melody, but I think I it was in my head as I was working on it. And so the what ended up coming out was kind of an amalgamation, but I actually didn't have the piano in it first. I actually just played with this uh with this sound of the of the Sunday noise. That was kind of the first thing that came out is just using those sounds. And then I took the MIDI from that improvisation and just stuck it on piano. And so all of the same stuff that's happening in the Sunday noise is also happening on piano. And kind of what that does is that the the problem with, with this Sunday noise preset is that you don't hear kind of where the notes start and end. Um, and so what I did by adding the piano was make it to where you can hear the transient, the starting attack of the piano, and then the rest of the sounds come with it. Um, I also probably did just like more octaves as well, like instead of just the, the single note.
and that kind of added some different textures and throughout it i kind of jumped different octaves just to uh kind of change things up because then you'll get some stuff up here and then jump down and what that kind of does is that even though that kind of motion is just stepwise it feels really big because i'm jumping between octaves um and that's what that kind of does and then by the very end of it when we kind of come back to and then that final kind of swell that feels like home I, i'm just doing a, a big d major triad which is the key that we've been in the entire time which if you, not all of those notes were in the original uh, Sunday noise sound. I just kind of filled those notes in with the piano rather than, because if I play that many notes on that plugin, it would have done way too much. Uh, <laughs> but what I did do is play this D down here, which is really low and thuddy. And if you... <laughs> If you do that with that plugin, it makes it very, very loud. Um, and what what that did is just make this huge rumble and it clipped everything and it's noisy. But then I was like, all right, let's just lean into it. And so um, Dustin, the mastering engineer, uh, I knew that this was going to be a difficult track to master because just gets suddenly really loud at the end. Um, and so I was like, well, there's going to be noise. Let's just accept the noise and let it distort rather than try and fix it. Um, so in a way, the story that's kind of being told in the track is like, you're in this darkness and you can see light up ahead or above you and you're like swimming up towards it. Um, and part of the story is the, the swimming towards it. Like the effort of trying to improve your life is as important as improving your life. Um, <laughs> or like making your way out of depression or making your way out of whatever it might be. And so as you are reaching towards it, it kind of gets easier because the light gets brighter. And then you get this, this big thing, which kind of is coming from below. And it's sort of is this surge of like water that kind of shoots you up. Uh, and so all of the struggle that kind of came out of this nothing, this emptiness turns into this big thing that can be this sort of triumphant beauty in making your way out of the depths of depression or whatever that might be. The, and the weird thing too is that like I just told a story of like swimming away from depression and swimming out of the depths of something 
And that's not something that was in like actively in my mind as I was making it. But what it is, is that as I've listened to it over time, again, I'm putting this album out now in 2020 rather than whenever it was quote unquote done in like 2015. Uh, one, cause I didn't have the money to put it out, but the <laughs> two is that, um, I've kind of accepted the fact that this album is a time capsule. It is music that I made in the past. And I don't know if I could make these things now. I have biases and prejudices about uh, making music that I like this album is as freely as I could have made music because I didn't know necessarily what I was doing or why I was doing. And so kind of after the fact I'm sort of ascribing what might have been going through my mind, but a lot of art interpretation is like finding things that may or may not have been there and allowing those messages to be as valid as the intended message. Um, So, I mean, it can be all those things or it can just be, I was messing around with some sounds and I hit record. Like, <laughs> um, but whatever it might mean to, to you or to anyone, uh, I hope it does give some sort of greater meaning of like reaching out beyond the darkness and finally finding some light. But at least it sounds nice in the background. So enjoy that too. <laughs> Any other thoughts that you might have had? I just really resonate with um, but the journey of coming out of depression is, is definitely feels like being drowned under water with no little to no light. Mm. And uh, the, uh, the imagery of this song. Thank you. Of course. And now here's Glimmer in its entirety.
You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music. You can download Bloom and pay for it on Bandcamp and get an additional track that is available August 8th. Otherwise, it'll be available streaming everywhere on August 8th. You can also find this podcast wherever you find great podcasts and leave reviews and comments and let me know what you're thinking of these mini bit depths so far. And I always end the podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong.